You know, Christ is always available if we choose to bring him into our lives. You know, he abides to save us because he intercedes for us. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord Savior, he becomes enabled to save us and he intercedes for us. This is a continuation of the discussion I was having about the order of Melchizedek as as our high priest. And Christ undertakes our case by interceding for us. He appears before God on our behalf, praying for us that we may be saved and brought fully into God's eternal purpose. We need to simply rest in his intercession trust in it and enjoy it. We have to be assured that our divine high priest is continually interceding for us. Many times we have been uh, saved by his intercession. Believers, we have a perpetual constant and eternal intercession working in our favor. He's perpetual. He's constantly at it. And he is an eternal intercessor of our souls. Our divine high priest intercedes for us constantly knowing how easy it is for us to fall and once we have fallen to remain in our fallen state sooner or later his intercession will overcome subdue and save us I am a chief witness that he intercedes on our behalf. And so, Facebook power. (laughs) We have to understand that the Facebook that we know, have many of us come to know, and oh my God, you know, I spend a lot of time on Facebook myself. And so it was very (laughs) incredible to hear that the Facebook organization is now going to be headed by an organization called the Metaverse and Facebook will become uh, like a part of it but the principal authority will be the Metaverse and uh You know, since we have such a high priest as Jesus Christ interceding for us, we should come forward with boldness to the throne of grace 
that we may receive mercy and find grace for timely help. We need to come forward to God. Morning, evening, day and night, we should come forward to him saying to him, I'm open to you. You are rich. You are loving. I need you. I want to stay open to you at all times. Well, that's what I did. And God gave me the wisdom that there is a Facebook. A Facebook that ministers of the holy places in the heavens before the face of God. Listen to me, believers. There is a Facebook, but there's also a face of Hebrews talks about it. Hebrews speaks of Christ as a minister of the holy places, even of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched not man. The Lord pitched Facebook. (laughs) So you'll see the title of my book, Facebook Power. You know, when the announcement was recently made that Facebook is no longer Facebook. We're going to be metaverse. I'm part of that development community. And so I sat there and I looked at all aspects of that presentation and I did not see God, Christ, his son pictured at all. Um, and so, you know, Christ did not enter into a holy place made by hands. A figure of the true, but into heaven itself to appear now before the face of God for us. These verses reveal that Christ, as a high priest, is a minister of the holy places in the heavens before the place of God. We have, believers, a minister in the heavens who has entered into the holy of holies in the heavens and appears now before the face of God for you and me. And he is the minister of the true tabernacle in the heavens. This tabernacle, this sanctuary, is called the third heaven, the heavenly Holy of Holies. We should praise the Lord that the Holies of Holies in the heavens is connected to our spirits. Therefore, in experience, our regenerated spirit is also the Holy of Holies. Our spirit is connected to the third heaven. It's not connected to the metaverse. And that's what, you know, 
that's the burden to, to at least, and I know it's, uh, it's difficult for many of you to understand, and maybe, maybe your, your leadership, your spiritual leadership, your pastor, maybe when you read God's Word, or maybe like me, you'll get enlightenment that we can't pledge allegiance to any other dominion other than the earthly, heavenly dominion that Christ is the head of. It's the true tabernacle. Christ is ministering as our high priest. He is interceding for us so that everything that he accomplished might be wrought into our being. Just as Melchizedek came to minister the bread and wine to Abraham after he had interceded for him before the scene, Christ our Melchizedek is secretly interceding for all who love him and seek him. As he is interceding for us in the heavens, he is also the all-inclusive and all-pervading spirit. The all-inclusive spirit works in us according to Christ's heavenly intercession, causing Christ, the firstborn Son of God, to be wrought in our being. Christ is ministering in the true tabernacle today. He ministers the life supply from heaven into the believers that we may receive the enjoyment to function as members of the body of Christ. The main thing that's wrong with doing nothing is that you never know when you are finished. This decision to get on board with Anchor has been one of the most uh, amazing decisions that this ministry has made. Four Minute Church, Pastor Oscar Smith speaking. Please uh, give us some consideration podcasting. Anchor has all the tools. Every episode, you're able to uh, put background music. They're just so helpful. And, uh, in fact, I'm using uh, this platform uh, to reach uh, beyond where the four-minute church ever thought it would go. So it's a good opportunity to get in touch with Anchor. And come on, let's get on board with this. This message is all about the almighty power of God's presence and how we, as a people, can lay hold of that power. We've had some remarkable (laughs) announcements the last few days, and one of them, to my great surprise, having written a book, called Facebook Power, and the fact that, uh, you know, it's still around, but now it's uh, 
part of a family called the metaverse. And, you know, to me, <laughs> it's an open door for the church to move in because uh, one of the things that we have to be mindful of, and that's the first time the Bible speaks of a priesthood known as Melchizedek. And Melchizedek was a king, and his name means the king of righteousness. According to Isaiah 32.1, go get your Bibles, we see that the title king of righteousness also refers to Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the metaverse, a wonderful place, but it's virtual reality. It's, uh, it's another atmosphere. But we've been <laughs> birthed into a terrestrial dimension, an earthly terracotta dimension. And although I am a part of the development group with Metaverse, um, been uh, really interested in supporting most everything that Facebook is doing. In fact, a few weeks ago, um, after having qualified, now, you know, Four Minute Church is broadcasting on uh, a Facebook podcast as well. And so I just don't want the body of Christ to get, uh, get things twisted. And that's the easiest way to explain this. Uh, Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, is the high priest. And his status is that of a king. And he functions as a priest. He is a king. He is the king to be the priest. So his uh, priesthood is kingly. It's royal, and we find that for those taking notes in 1 Peter 2.9. He actually combines the kingship together with the priesthood for God's building and for God's glory. Now, I'm not trying to get involved at all with the metaverse but we were given dominion over this earth. And in this earthly reign, we have to acknowledge the authority that we find in Genesis chapter 14 and 20, where Melchizedek said, Blessed be the God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. We should not think that Abraham himself was able to slaughter the, the adversary and the other little K kings. 
Abraham's brother's son and his possessions, according to Genesis 14, 22, uh, they went out to fight for these possessions. And they went out to battle. He lifted up his hand to the Most High. That means that before he fought the enemies, he contacted God. This is Abraham, and this is Lot. And these are these are authoritative principles that we have to understand getting involved in anything that we're involved with. We have to understand who the ruling authority is. Therefore, it was not Abraham who slaughtered the enemies. It was God. God was involved. And so when we talk about Melchizedek, we have to uh, understand what it means to be the king of righteousness and the king of peace and the purpose of him entering into God's word in the beginning in the book of Genesis. After he came, there was righteousness and peace. It was in such an environment and condition of righteousness and peace that Melchizedek issued bread and wine to the victor. It is the same today. We need to fight for righteousness, and righteousness will issue in peace. Church, you have to hear me. I'm not trying to be confusing, and I know a lot of you don't really get with what I'm saying, but Facebook we have a book to face <laughs> that's much bigger than Facebook. And that's called the book of life. And understanding the authority that we have to operate in as believers, we have to know the power of the Lord's presence. And we have to understand the message uh, for this hour. We have to have a world coming back into some level of righteousness and peace. But righteousness and peace alone can't satisfy us. We need something to eat and drink. We need our daily supply. Thus, based upon God's righteousness and peace, our Melchizedek ministers the bread and wine for us to eat and drink. He has redeemed us, and now he feeds us. But who is this Melchizedek figure becomes very significant because we are now coming into a level and it's going to happen, and it's going to happen soon. We're going to come into a major confusion because, you know, the authorities and the dimension that Facebook and the metaverse is inviting us into is very 
confusing without his basis on knowing the facts of our creation. We're believers. And that's why I'm not going head to head with uh, with the Facebook principles at all. Our principles, and I mean uh, the principalities, the authority of Facebook. I want to make that clear. But I do want us to understand that Christ, if Christ is not in the metaverse, then we have to be very mindful and careful because Christ abides in a perpetual priesthood. And when I participated last week, and it was exciting, but the question in my mind is where is the dimension of the authority of Christ and our genesis? And, uh, you know, we have to uh, acknowledge Christ as our head. And when we look at the word high priest, that places Lord Jesus Christ in a very pivotal spot. He is so much greater uh, than all of the other priests. He He's also greater than Abraham. Uh, this is proved by the fact that Abraham gave tithes of the choice balls to Melchizedek. And he paid tithes to Melchizedek. And Melchizedek blessed Abraham. And this also indicates the greatness of Melchizedek. And so uh, <laughs> we just have to be very, very careful at this hour I got some preaching friends that can make this really where you want to hoop and holler. This is a foundation. And the foundation is to really uh, give you a message about the almighty presence of God. We don't want to be involved as believers in any kind of metaverse, alternate universe, anything of that nature without acknowledging who holds the key to the power. We salute, we sacrifice, and we give our lives to our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to be mindful of that, saints. We have to be mindful who we are pledging allegiance 